it's chewing the fat with Rex Nelson and Paul Austin, and we really are chewing the fat. We're we're chewing lackeys to mollies from Newport. Thank thank you for bringing those, Paul. Glad to do it. We got them yesterday uh, coming back from Imboden. We had our uh, monthly trip to Imboden, floated up there, floated back, but had to stop at Newport. Which is not the the old Lackey's place is no longer open. No, you have to go to the barbecue joint to get them. The nameless barbecue place. But yeah. uh, and these are a little spicy, aren't they? Right? They are. They are spicy. Yeah. They are spicy. Boy, still a still you can get a real taste of the Arkansas Delta at Newport. You know, you've heard me say before. My dad's first job out of college. He graduated from Washington in 1948 and was hired as the head football coach of the Newport Greyhounds. And my mom and dad, first place outside of college that they lived, and they only lived there for three years. I was born in Arkadelphia. My older sister was born in Newport, however, and always had a strong feeling for that town, even though they were there only three years. You know, I think Van Atkins Department Stores, I think that's a Newport family. Yeah, a lot came out of of Newport, including Sonny Burgess and the Pacers, who's still going strong after all these years. My Uncle Jewel Johnson was the manager at Van Atkins in Walnut Ridge for 40 years. Gotcha. Every time the Texas relatives would come up, he had opened the store at night. Yeah. There was nothing more special that made you feel part of the Lawrence County elite and to get to slip into Van Atkins about 9 o'clock on a Sunday, uh, Saturday night, just me and the aunts buying clothes with Uncle Jewel. Now, that was good days. You know, Newport may be the only high school football stadium in America with a private entrance to the country club. The Newport Country Club <laughs> is right next to the high school football stadium. So club members will go there for dinner and there's a little hole in the fence they can sneak through. <laughs> and um, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but I think they can sneak back through that hole at halftime and get them a toddy at the country right. club and come back out for the second half. It's really unique. I, I spoke to the Newport Rotary Club a couple of years ago uh, at the country club and my mother asked me if it was still next to the football stadium and still had yeah. the entrance where you could sneak into football games what's the old restaurant kelly's there was a kelly's there at, was a at kelly's newport. at newport of course there were kelly's restaurants all over northeast arkansas and they're about all gone now the one at ball knob close in the last couple of years uh, the kelly slash whites in batesville closed but has now reopened oh. in a new location and the one that seems to be doing the best is win that that, that big kelly's is always full still great lunch buffet there by the way i remember we came back from the district tournament at judsonia i was uh uh, not very old. So be that place in Bowden you were playing the, uh, for that you liked to Sloan talk about. Hendricks Sloan High School, High. indeed, yeah. from in Bowden. And I was riding with Coach McCurley and the superintendent, Dalton Henderson. Now, why I was with them, I don't know, but nervous and scared. And I had my first public in a restaurant steak. Never had one in my life. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with Mr. Henderson and Coach McCurley, and we have the steaks. And I didn't really know what to do, even though I suspected you used the knife and the fork. So I did, and I had my knife propped up at an angle like that, and Mr. Henderson said, son, this is not an artillery practice. Get that knife off the plate. So I began, that began my culinary uh, experience at the Kellys at, uh, at Newport. Of course, my dad said the big thing this time of year was getting to take 
his basketball teams to the Northeast Arkansas Tournament at oh, yeah. Arkansas yeah. State. I mean, <laughs> from Newport, I guess going to Jonesboro is kind of going to the big city and uh, <laughs> go up there. But you've told me growing up in Northeast Arkansas, that really was a big deal. They would start deal. games like at 9 in the morning Absolutely. and play till midnight. And old, the old uh, field house was called, ASU field house, or Indian field house yeah. it was called, was yeah. full. Uh-huh. And if you knew what you were doing, you'd sit in one of the end zones where all the coaches sat. And just listen to the listen coaches to talk, talk, which yeah. was very cool. But you could watch basketball from in the morning to late at night, right? And I think it lasted a week, didn't yeah. it, Rex? Oh, it was, it was a gigantic yeah. tournament. And then they time. had uh, divisions, so you had A and B. Mm-hmm. So Sloan Hendricks didn't pay Jonesboro. Right. But, uh, yeah, and, and you only few got invited. I think in my whole time at Sloan Hendricks, we may have gone twice. Mm-hmm. You really had to be a good team uh, to get invited to any tournament. You know, I always like in the spring going down to Hot Springs for the last day of the state championships because it's almost old style where you start in the morning and you go to late at night. And you can always look up through those stands. And one year, Paul, I'm going to do this. I've wanted to talk to one of these old groups of old-timers because you'll see three or four old guys, and they bring their own cushions to sit in, (laughs) and they're there all day. They eat lunch there. They eat dinner out of the concession stand. And you just know that some of those groups have been going to state championship games for, what, 20, 30, 40 years probably together? It's just their spring thing to do. And I saw where they had the NEA tournament happen this year, and I— uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know that it's quite as big a splash. I don't think it's as big a deal as it used as to be. As it used to be. Too there many weren't tournaments many tournaments now. I was going to say too many tournaments. The other one we had was the uh, Southern Baptist Tournament. There was a tournament. It was at Christmas. Uh, and then What is now Williams Baptist? Which is outside now Williams Baptist. Bridge. Yeah. And it was almost like everybody locally, Lawrence County, Randolph County, got invited to that. But it wasn't near a big deal as uh, the NEA tournament. Yeah. Uh, that was a biggie. Yeah. And we would, at Jonesboro, we would, there was a catfish place right across from the stockyards, sale barns there. And I want to call it Grandpa's, but I'm not sure that's right. You would stop there. Couch's Barbecue, of course, was was a place to eat. And then downtown Jonesboro, well, it's, it's, it's now happening now, but mm-hmm. then it was traditional old downtown, small town Arkansas, mm-hmm. full of businesses. Uh, of course, all that went away in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, but now it's kind of come back. There's a lot of eating places there in Jonesboro. You mentioned the cattle auction barn. wonder how many of the auction barns, as we always called them, we had yeah. the auction barn in Arkadelphia when I was growing up, wonder how many of them still have good restaurants in them. Now, the last time I checked, Green Forest still, it was one of the best places to eat in town, yeah, was at yeah. the cattle barn. I want, is uh, you know, the old Conway? Lewis Livestock Auction had a good restaurant, right. but it was torn down. They're building a shopping center there now. Is the so one at Conway still happening, I wonder? I, well, that's at Conway. That's Lewis the Con- was the torn Lewis, down. I mean, yeah. It's torn down. Yeah, they're about to build a shopping center. And there's center one there. on I-40 that will be that called Lewis Crossing. It's oh, right on right? I-40. Yeah. There's one on I-40 around Clarksville yep. that I see the sign. Yep. I assume it's still there. Well, there's, there's one right outside of Moralton on your right. Uh, that has a Saturday sale because when I go to football games headed west, there's always a lot of cars. And that probably does, people come all the way, have a one-day restaurant in them. But I'm wondering, like, places that have a restaurant that's open six, seven days a week. I know Green Forest was the last time I checked. How many of those are left? Rex, back then, I remember guys that that's how they made their living, going to these uh, sale barns and buying cattle and selling them next week for, you know, a penny a pound more. That's the way they... That's the way they did it and went to all of them. When I first started broadcasting Washtaw games, and we traditionally played afternoon games on Saturdays back in the 70s, 
KBRC in Arkadelphia actually ran the cattle auction live. I don't know how <laughs> listeners were getting anything out of that, but that was the lead-in to our broadcast. So we'd be getting ready to go on the air, and all you could hear was... So... But the station would do the cattle auctions live every Saturday morning. Now, my grandfather, W.S. Sawyers, who had a farm at Brooklyn... Uh, he would run the scales every Wednesday at the stockyard. That was his little retired yeah. part-time job. And I'd go set up in the stands, and Grandpa would always say, Now, Paul, don't make any sudden moves. Scratch your nose. You'll end up buying an old boar that we don't need in a walk. I'd had to be careful and shut up. All right. Now, I'm certainly not volunteering to do it, but I, I, I'm now curious. Um, we... Uh, I need to go, since we're here at the Arkansas Studies Institute, I need to go to the Encyclopedia of Arkansas online and see if there's a uh, cattle auction barn entry there. Because there's some fascinating fascinating history of uh, auction barns around the state. The you know, that's really kind of a unique building there in Arkadelphia. Oh, that's a great old yeah. building, yeah. 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 And they were everywhere. Pocahontas had one. That's I was. We used to go to the Poc- one in Pocahontas, of course, Jonesboro, and I'm sure others mm-hmm. everywhere. And they sold everything. Yeah. yeah. Cattle, hogs, equipment. Cheap. Whatever you brought Cheap, in. Yeah. They'd auction it. Yeah. 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 You sell it yeah. or not. Basically. Yeah. It's sale day. It's sale, sale day. day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Yeah. And there was usually, you could see the slick guys that they were there. They were the professional buyers that knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. And you had to be real careful. And there, there became kind of a, a competition amongst the guys that were my age and when they became adults about how they could get over on each other and take bad cows and sick hogs and that sort of thing, try to get them to buy it, who could make the most money, and who could uh, who could uh, slick the slitty, city slickers as uh, quicker than anybody else. It was kind of a competition, and I think maybe some of them still do it up there. When I uh, worked in the governor's office and Bob Johnson was Speaker of the Arkansas House and then was later in the Arkansas State Senate, his preferred breakfast meeting place was the old Lewis Livestock Auction <laughs> Restaurant in Conway. And I've, I've actually met him for breakfast over there in the past. Well, they now, probably do it online now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. You, Those I, are a dying breed. Rex, I think. you met uh, Bob Lewis, my friend from Imboden, who's he, he ran the uh, feeder pig auction barn, and it was all done by satellites. Now, all these local guys would raise these feeder pigs. But the auction was done by satellite across the country. Wow. And the trucks, you know, someone from Iowa would buy 100 head of feeder pigs, and the trucks would be there, and they'd ship them out. Huh. He did that for 20 or 30 years. Interesting. Yeah. He would also, Bob would also get people into the hog raising business. That yeah, was, absolutely. Know, he needed feeder pigs. Trying to so people would try to get in. Well, he had an business. old boy that had two young sons, and he said, we want to get into this, but we're not really hog men. And Bob said, well, I'll help you out. So he brought him his hogs, and he said, now, boys... Here's what you're going to have to do when these the, when these uh, sows have their pigs. You're going to have to take care of the boars. You've got to castrate them. It's got to happen. That's part of the deal. Otherwise, you'll end up with all boars and no more pigs. And they said, well, we don't know how comfortable we are doing that. And so Bob said, well, I'll show you. So he went out with the first batch and showed them how to do it. And the boys are over there throwing up in the corner. And he said, I just don't think, Mr. Lewis, we can do this. He said, son, within a year, you'll be able to eat a hamburger with one hand and cut them with the other. <laughs> Speaking of such, and you and I have uh, have trekked down there, Paul. Now, Now, a listener may correct us, but the only restaurant, that I know right now where you can order 
calf fries and turkey fries is the old Cattleman Steakhouse. In Texas. Only restaurant in yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, and it is in Arkansas. It's on the Arkansas line of state, yeah. on Arkansas line yeah. of side of state line. Or their appetizer menu. Yeah. And when we were there, we got the combo. We got the mix plate. <laughs> mix and we plate. we took noted Arkansas historian Tom DeBlack Tom of Arkansas Tech University and <laughs> introduced him to that delicacy. <laughs> and he, he tried something. And like well, that. being from Nashville, he's from Southwest Arkansas. <laughs> he, was, he dug right yeah. in. He's not a city boy. Now, who was the owner? Was it the owner that came out and talked yes, to us? Yes, yes. We spoke to the owner. And the Cattlemen's is just a classic place. Uh, I, as you know, I'm from Southwest Arkansas, and people from that Texarkana area have told me that for years that's been the place where political deals went down yeah where business deals went down had that look didn't and it? that old wood bar kind yeah. of dark it does have yeah. that look yeah. where a deal would go down well we saw at least two elected officials oh, yeah. when we were there yeah we? absolutely yeah. we did great place yeah great place but you can get those now there used to be a place, the old Linwood Steakhouse in Paragool, which is since closed and it's something different now so I don't think it's on the menu where uh where you could get turkey fries, I know, but uh, and, and, and rooster fries. But, the old boy but that was. I, I, the only one I, I know of now. Somebody I'm not aware of anybody else that has them. Well, he, you remember he told us, he said, well, you can get plenty of turkeys, turkey fries. They're available. He said, the calf fries are hard to get. He said, I've got an old rancher down in Texas. He says he cuts his own, and I told him I'll take all you've got. That's right. They're, they're, <laughs> they're shipping to State Line Avenue in Texarkana. Right. So they're. There is your now. Is it on the Arkansas side? It or is, is it? on the Arkansas yeah. Type yeah. side, because you know um, traditionally uh, Miller County was wet before Bowie County in Texas was. So mm. the restaurants went on the Arkansas side oh, of the line yeah. that wanted yeah. to serve drinks. Now has and, Bryce uh, has always had, been on. You Texas. had restaurants on the Arkansas side of the line. Bryce's used to be in Arkansas. It was downtown where yeah. I went when I right. was a kid. Right. And then it moved over into Texas and is, you know, overlooks the interstate now. But it's still great. Again, one of those classic. Classic. And I still claim it as an Arkansas restaurant because yeah. people from all over southwest Arkansas would go to Bryce's. Um, you know, Ross Perot is a Texarkana native, and during one of his presidential campaigns, he was asked his favorite restaurant in the world on one of these question and answer things, Ross Pro obviously could eat anywhere in the world yeah. and afford yeah. afford it with the millions he has made. And he said, prices in Texarkana. Yeah. Well, we used to drive to Houston. My dad's people went to Houston during the war, his, his mother and father. And that was a stop. We had old 67 all the way down to, I don't even know when you stopped getting 67, but you'd stop at Texarkana and prices and, and, uh, and eat. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a few years on me, Paul, but I can remember as a kid still taking 067. And the thing that fascinated me was as you crossed the Red River on US 67 there at Fulton, you had the Bow Weevil checkpoint. Of course, <laughs> keep people from bringing Bow Weevils into the state of yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. No boy would, they had a flashing red light. No boy would come out and say, Got any cotton? Got any sweet potatoes? And you'd say, no, we don't. And he'd say, well, go. You can go through. And that just always fascinated yeah. me, the got any cotton, got any sweet potatoes, man. Now, if you are headed west on Interstate 30 toward Texarkana, as you cross the Red River at Fulton, look over on your right, and there's a liquor store, I think maybe a convenience store also, 
but it's called the Bow Weevil, and it's in honor of the old Bow Weevil checkpoint that was right there. I wonder if you'd like to ask them, has anyone ever said, well, I do have a couple yeah, bowls of to cotton it. back here? <laughs> exactly. Why they would have that, I don't know. <laughs> no, or a bunch of sweet potatoes. Sweet they potatoes. might have that. Might yeah. have that, yeah. Yeah. Well, my aunt, Lottie, who uh, has since passed away, her and her son and granddaughter were coming up to the Austin reunion. used to have a Thanksgiving, and they lived in Houston. And the tradition was to bring something for the meal. We stayed uh-huh. for three days at the Baptist camp, Cedar Glade Baptist camp, and just eat. <laughs> and so they pulled up after their trip, and Mike gets out, and he has the box with, uh, they brought a, one of those spiral-cut hams. And it was just kind of a gnawed-up bone, just little <laughs> shavings, all that was left. And I said, well, Mike, what happened? Aunt Lottie said, well... We started nibbling on it at Conroy, and by the time we got to Arkadelphia, it was all gone. <laughs> oh, wow. 